So a question then for you, Ms. Small, where I would like a clear answer, please. So there are no misunderstandings. Was the Pfizer COVID vaccine tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market? If not, please say it clearly. If yes, are you willing to share the data with this committee? And I really want a straight answer, yes or no, and I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. Um, regarding the question around, um, did we know about stopping immunization before um, it's entered the market? No. Uh, these, um, you know, we had to really move at the speed of science to really understand what is taking place in the market. And from that point of view, we had to do everything at risk. I think our Dr. Boudla, even though he's not here, would turn around and say to you himself, uh, if not us, then who? Um, Dr. Boudla actually felt the importance of what was going on in the world. And therefore, as a result of that, we actually um, spent $2 billion at risk uh, of self-funded money from Pfizer to be able to manufacture, as it, well, first of all, research, develop and manufacture at risk to be able to make sure that we were in a position to be able to help um, with the pandemic. And, uh, and I think that's why I feel very good when a recent paper um, from the Imperial College stated that in the first year of the rollout of, of vaccines, um, we saved uh, four million people. So from that point of view, I feel that uh, actually we were there when the world needed us to be able to make sure that we were able to help people around the world with um, with vaccination as well as now oral oral treatment. I would hate to imagine what situation we would be in in the world right now if companies like us did not take those risks, did not um, do clinical research and developments at scale uh, in order to make sure that we could have a vaccine that we could roll out um, to the world. So I really, I understand your frustrations, I really do. But I also hope at some point somewhere, you also do appreciate what um, pharmaceutical companies have done in order to be able to roll out and deliver vaccines at such speed and scale. Okay, guys, I really appreciate, uh, I'm really sorry for the audio issues earlier, but um, uh, sorry, I was just listening to that clip, and I just want to go ahead, first of all, and say, uh, to give you guys the background on that, that was the, her name was Janine Smalls, she just admitted to the EU Parliament that Pfizer did not test the vaccine, as you just heard, for preventing transmission of COVID prior to it being made available to the public. Also, thank you so much for joining me, if you didn't hear me earlier, which I'm sure there were, you didn't, uh, there were some audio issues there, so apologize again for that. Uh, but basically, you know, what I really want to cover today is just show you how obvious it is that the Biden administration is ignoring all of the signs that this vaccine is obviously not only doesn't work for to stop COVID, but that they obviously want to hurt people. Because here's the thing. We now know that it doesn't stop the transmission of COVID. Of course, Janine Smalls just admitted that. Pfizer just admitted that to the EU parliament. And yet we still have a regime that has no problem forcing people to use the, to take this vaccine. And I want to play a clip of, of what the, the regime just came out with. They just came out saying that you should still take the vaccine, despite the fact that Biden earlier said, oh, yeah, the pandemic's over. But here's the thing. They still want to be able to manipulate you with this death jab. So here's what here's what they said. I'm going to play this clip for you. 
follow-up. Since the White House has now said the pandemic is over, um, can you just talk a little bit about what the message is for Americans as we head into the winter months? Um, can they behave as though it's business as usual as long as they are vaccinated? Yeah, so the president was very clear. COVID is not over. There's a lot of work to do. We still have three to 400 Americans dying every day, uh, tens of thousands of people getting infected every day. There is a lot of work to do. What we know is that if we want to keep people safe and protect them from serious illness, which is obviously priority number one, the number one thing that people need to do is get vaccinated. And the number two is if you have a breakthrough infection, you need to get treated. If people did those two things, it would make an enormous difference in preventing hospitalizations, preventing ICU stays, preventing deaths. And those are the top priorities. Okay, well, that's interesting. Because here's what Joe Biden said, uh, not too, you know, not too soon before that, it was very interesting. So right now he's saying, take the vaccine. Of course, these are the orders of the Biden regime, seeing as though he's a spokesperson. Um, but Joe Biden himself said there is no pandemic. It's almost like he's, you know, running cover for Biden, because I want to play what Biden said not long before that. Mr. President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's, but the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing. And I think this is a perfect example of it. So that's why they had to run cover because Joe Biden, of course, admitted that, uh, the pandemic's over and now they had to run cover and say, oh, wait, but still get your vaccine, still get your COVID death jab, despite the fact that as the Pfizer, you know, as Janine Smalls just just admitted to the EU parliament that it doesn't work, that it doesn't stop COVID. So then what does it do? What does it do? Oh, maybe it kills people. Maybe this is a vaccine that is meant to depopulate us. And like I said, well, you didn't hear me actually, but what I was saying earlier is that a lot of times we blame this on China. We blame this solely on the great reset. And that's absolutely true. But I think we have to understand the hand that the Biden regime is playing in this. They are spearheading this movement. They are a big part of this. They, the Biden regime is the reason why this is all able to happen. It's not, you know, like China, China obviously is, of course, they're looking to China and I'll get into that later, but you have to understand how much Joe Biden is involved in this and how much America is playing a role in all of this, sadly, against our will, against the people's will. But this is truly happen happening. This is what Joe Biden and his regime, of course, the Obama-backed regime, they want you to take this death jab. And it does kill you. We, we, it's almost like we hear a story coming out every single day about a young, healthy athlete or celebrity that just dropped dead, sudden death syndrome, as they call it. Very strange, but we're not allowed to question it. It's very, it, it's very odd. And when you do question it, when you do start to talk, speak out about it, you get censored. That's exactly what happened to Florida's Surgeon General. I talked about that on Monday. He actually released some information about the fact that this vaccine is obviously dangerous for males between, I guess, I think the ages 18 and 35. I want to show you exactly what post got banned. So this right here, this is, uh, this is Dr. Joseph A. Ladapo. He's the uh, Florida Surgeon General. This is his report. He said, this analysis found that there is an 84% increase in the relative incidence of cardiac-related death among males 18 to 30, 39, not 35, it was 18 to 39 years old, within 28 days following the mRNA vaccination with a high level of global immunity to COVID-19, the benefit of vaccination is likely outweighed by this abnormally high risk of cardiac-related death among men in this age, age group. Non-mRNA vaccines were not, found to have, were not found to have these increased risks. Okay, and that information was obviously a threat. Twitter had to take that down.
Isn't it interesting that the age group that this is most threatening for, the gender that this is most threatening to, is to young men. Young men. Why do you think that is? Don't you think that's by design? Don't you think that perhaps, that perhaps that was all part of the plan? I mean, why, why else, why wouldn't it be? Obviously, this vaccine is killing people of all ages, okay? So I don't recommend anybody take it. I don't care what age you are. I don't care what, what gender you are. But don't you think it's interesting that it is males, males, supposed to be our leaders, males, are the leaders of Western civilization that they're targeting first, that they want to kill first. And that the fact that that Surgeon General, for pointing out that study, that he was banned, or that, I mean, not he wasn't banned, that I should say, that post was banned. They took that down from Twitter. I talked about that on Monday. But isn't that fascinating? Doesn't, isn't that so telling about what this regime wants? Because you know they're in bed with big tech. You know that. You know Joe Biden is in bed with big tech. And, you know, Joe Biden is, of course, all of the uh, great world leaders are, the ones that are trying to destroy uh, this country. But absolutely frightening what's going on there because you have to understand um, this isn't just some order that, that the Biden regime is taking. They're, making, they're playing an active role in depopulating America and the rest of the world. These people want us dead. And unless you wake up and figure that out and start quitting your job if they require a vaccine or stop supporting businesses that require vaccines. Now, the good thing is in most cities, they don't have those requirements anymore, but it's just going to keep happening. That's the point. That's why they had to walk back that statement that Biden made, because they need to make sure there's an in so that they can always they can always force you to take a new vaccine. I mean, the CDC still promotes it. The regime, you just heard them talk about it. The regime still promotes it. Why would they promote something that they know not only doesn't work for the purposes that they claimed it did, but also is hurting people, is actively killing young men between the ages of 18 and 39 at the very least. And that's the Surgeon General that admitted it. Not even some talking head, you know, of course, the left likes to demonize uh, a lot of people on the right who speak out against these things, like they've demonized Dr. Malone, for example. But this is a Flor the Florida Surgeon General. I mean, come on, guys, this can't get more mainstream. This is just a doctor who is pointing out a fact, the science. He is pointing out the science behind all of this, and he can't even, that's not even allowed on Twitter. What's happening here is that they're trying to kill us all. And they're going for the men first because they know that's the jugular. They know that if they kill the men first, obviously we can't procreate in that situation. So, um, you know, that's also part of it. But then it's also so that we don't have leaders in society. Now, the good thing is I, I don't know any masculine men who have taken the vaccine. So, I mean, all the men who have taken it, you probably shouldn't be reproducing with anyway. Uh, so that's the good thing. I think there is a lot of resistance among, you know, young men who are smart enough to know, like, I'm not taking this. This is obviously uh, frightening. So that's the good thing. I don't think that this plan is going over the way that they had hoped. They don't think it's, it's uh, at least at this point in time. I think they had hoped that this would catch on more. But the scary part is they're not done yet. They're not done yet. And I'll get, get more into that in a moment. But this is a very small part of it. You have to understand, of course, we monkeypox is still looming over the horizon. We haven't heard a lot about that recently. I think that one kind of, they have to find a way to repurpose it right now. I think that's what they're working on. If I had to guess, if I had to get into an elite's head, I think that's exactly what's going on right now is that they're trying to sort of repurpose it and find a way to have it be, you know, less about, because uh, I think people found out about it and they were like, oh, this, I'm not gay. I don't engage in gay sex. So this doesn't affect me. I think most normal people thought that when it came out 
And I don't think they were able to scare people, even though they put, I think, San Francisco under a state of lockdown. Um, and people were like, all right, guys, like, this is retarded. First, you have a gay pride parade. You have people dancing around naked, touching each other. And then you have this outbreak of monkeypox. We know what went on here. You should have you should have stopped people from doing that before that happened. I mean, it's all very, it's so obvious. I think people were aware of that. And I don't think it actually scared enough people. But believe me, it's coming. A monkeypox vaccine, it's coming. They're just finding a way to repurpose it. And right now, right now, they're, they need to make sure that they haven't lost their hold on the American people when it comes to the vaccine. So even though, you know, Pfizer just submitted this, they are blatantly ignoring. They are blatantly ignoring the truth because they know that if they don't run cover, if they don't, if they don't con- convince you, they want to convince you that this vaccine is good, that it's going to help you, that you absolutely need it or else you're going to die. Uh, actually, quite the opposite. You'll die probably more likely to die if you take it um, or at least get injured. That's the other thing. And there's a lot of vaccine injuries. I'll have some doctors on to talk about that. But you have to understand, you know, this regime has been in on this since day one. It's not, you know, we're not just taking orders. We're not just taking orders. We are actually actively in a role of trying to depopulate the West. The West is too strong. They don't like us. The West, uh, they, I mean, really across the globe, they want to depopulate so that the elites can control everything. They want us all to be asexual and eat bugs for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and just be these fat losers that just mope around our, you know, I don't know, shoebox of an apartment because we have nowhere else to live, nowhere else to go because that's what Bill Gates has condemned us to. Uh, I mean, I don't understand how this could not be more obvious about what's going on. All right, guys. Well, before I go, I mean, before I move on to the next topic, I just want to let you know about our amazing sponsor. Uh, Last time the economy looked like this, the dollar lost 46% of value. While inflation ran through the roof, the price of gold shot up 1,300%. That's crazy. And silver skyrocketed over 800%. So if history repeats itself, it could happen again. So what I want you guys to do is check out Gold Co. Call Gold Co. at 855-559-3433 or visit goldco.com live. You guys, really, it's the one thing you can do right now to protect your savings in this economy. It's a really scary time. You'll get a free gold IRA kit. You won't want to miss out on this and learn how to get $10,000 or more in free silver. Don't miss what could be your best opportunity to protect your retirement savings, guys. Please go ahead. Save yourselves now before it's too late. You know that they want to get rid of the dollar. You know what's going to happen. I mean, it's all part of the Great Reset. So please, guys, call 855-559-3433 or visit goldco.com. Promo code LFA. Don't forget it. LFA. All right, guys, and don't forget to rumble this video. Please, please, please go ahead and rumble it. That's how we're able to exist, basically, as LFA TV. We really want to be able to grow more. We want to do more for you guys. We want to make documentaries. We want to add more people to the roster. So please help us do that. But the only way we can do that is if you rumble this video. I know a lot of you are watching and haven't rumbled it yet. Please go ahead and do that now. As I said uh, before, if you're just tuning in now, um, you know, just please, please, please rumble the video. And I, I apologize for the audio issues earlier. Uh, Now we finally have them sorted out. All right, before we move on, I also wanna go ahead and read some of your comments. Let's see. No audio, Anna. Yes, I'm sorry, Ricky, that was worked out. Yay, got back on, yeah. I will never take any vaccine as long as I live. Yes, please don't. Um, The show is out more than playing Anna. Hmm. Was that, I hope that was fixed. Sounds like it was. 
Yeah, this is all sterilization. That's what this is. They don't want you. It's it's a here's the thing. Uh, and by the way, that comment was from Redneck 1776. So thank you for that. This is all about sterilization. They don't want you to have kids. They obviously want to depopulate the population, you know, hence depopulate. Uh, they want to get rid of men first because they know that that's their first line of defense. Those are the people who are going to obviously have a problem with that first and foremost. Um, and of course, once you get rid of men, you obviously can't have kids. You know, when you can't you can't have a society with just one gender, or else you can't reproduce. Um, and so that's part of it. But then they also want you to be incredibly unhealthy, which is why they're pushing veganism, why they're pushing you to eat bugs, why they're encouraging everyone to. Uh, basically become vegans and be, you know, get gender transitioning surgery. Um, but that's the problem, guys. You, you have to realize this is not just one issue. This is not just a one issue plan. Like there's so many things. They do want us all sterilized. Great job, Anna from C. Samson 8953. Thank you. Mike says Anna is killing it. This show is shaping up to be absolutely legendary. Thanks, Mike. Um... Oh, I thought it was just me. Sorry, no sound over. Uh, yeah, no, that was not just you, Don. That was just an issue overall, but that is fixed. I've never taken a flu vaccine. That's a good point too, Ricky. I've never taken a flu vaccine either, and I don't really see a reason why. Like, first of all, if I got the flu, who cares? Like, I'm not obese. I don't have diabetes. Uh, so I, it's neither here nor there. Second of all, uh, I don't, I'm not so sure the vaccine would actually stop it. The way, from my understanding, actual vaccines work, obviously we know COVID was just a total sham, not even a sham, it was just much more nefarious. So we don't actually know even what went into that. We just know that, what, that we don't know. Uh, but as far as the flu vaccine goes, I think they predict the strain that's gonna come out that year and then they just like inject you with something that they predicted. It doesn't even make sense. Like even that science, which I don't know, might not even be accurate, but that doesn't even make sense. Like why would I want you to inject me with something that you're not sure about? Um, like I said, I don't, um, I, I, I wouldn't take that either. Let's see, um, Tanya Tucker, keep telling the truth, we uh, love you. Thank you, Tanya, we love you too. We love you all. Oh, there's, um, there's Amanda Collins, where's Bad Moon? Did he leave because there was no sound? Bad Moon, come back. Are you here, Bad Moon? Bad Moon, come back to me. No. I don't know where he is. All right, well, I'll check in later with you guys. But please, yes, go ahead and rumble this video. Uh, we have a lot more to get to, so I will check in back with you guys in a few minutes. But first of all, I wanna get to something even scarier. So while they're busy killing everyone with the vaccines, here's the rest of the reset plan uh, that's going on behind our backs. Because to anyone, to anyone who is still alive after that, of course, you're probably, they're surveilling you like crazy. Um, but for anyone who still survives, I want to let you know what you have to look forward to in uh, this new America. Or I guess we wouldn't even be America anymore. I suppose we would just be, I don't know, just one country. That we all love each other. We don't have genders. We're all just amorphous blobs rolling around on planet Earth. Just a beautiful, a beautiful display of love and unity. I guess that's what they want. Um, obviously, that sounds horrible. But uh, here's what they want for you. Okay, so shockingly, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, they're in on this, okay? They just pledged $1.27 billion of funding towards achieving the UN's sustainable developmental goals, with a portion of this going towards invasive technology. Take a look at this. So 
200 million of those dollars will be going to international digital IDs. How, like, do you, you guys need to understand, this is not, this is not just like a, a key fob for your apartment. They, this is a, a social credit system that they want. Their press release called this the digital public infrastructure. And by the way, this is going to be worldwide. That's what they want. So as I was saying before, they don't even really want America to exist. This is like supposed to be some big globalist thing. They're already doing this in China. And so I really wanted to highlight for you guys how scary this actually is already because it's already being used in China. It's called the social credit system. And basically, it's how the government keeps tabs on you. I'm going to play a clip of exactly how that works. Uh, I believe uh, the mainstream media outlet did a story on this. And it was absolutely shocking how many people believed it was a good thing. Now, this is what Bill Gates and Melinda Gates and all the elites want here in America. Take a look. Everywhere she goes, Ouyang Haoyu is followed. What she buys, how she behaves, is tracked and scored to show how responsible and trustworthy she is. It's called the social credit system, and in one version now being tested, a person's reputation is scored on a scale of 350 to 950. And Haoyu, with a good score of 752, is okay with it. In fact, most people are. It's a mechanism like... Uh, pushes you to become a better citizen. It's big data meets big brother, expanding how the government monitors, understands, and ultimately controls its 1.4 billion citizens. Thanks to advances in artificial intelligence and facial recognition, and a web of more than 200 million surveillance cameras. Are people bothered by privacy concerns? We think uh, a lot of cameras keep the safety is really good. We can accept it. Companies are experimenting with the algorithms to help the government create the new national social credit system. The government also has pilot projects. In one, citizens are required to do hours of unpaid work to get benefits. And scores are docked for things like littering, a messy yard, gossip, even jaywalking. Video of offenders is shown on the local news. And information collectors like Joe I. Ni are paid to report on their neighbors. Her quota, 10 entries a month. Like the man who carried a drunk person home. A good deed, she says. Good social credit gets rewarded with perks like cheap loans and travel deals. But a bad score means public shame and worse. Huang Huijun lost a court case and didn't pay. Now he's on a government blacklist. I can't buy airplane or train tickets, he says. And the list goes on. Being discredited makes it hard to get a job or put kids in top schools. The social credit system will go nationwide next year, and few here are willing to criticize it. Something that may pose a risk itself for a bad score and the life that comes with it. Janice Mackey Frayer, NBC News. So that's what they want here in America. Make no mistake, this whole thing, this whole initiative by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, this is what they want. This is what they're trying to implement worldwide. And you know what's interesting about that clip? I, I, this was fascinating to me. They brought up the whole tattletale aspect. This whole system is only able to be in place if you tattletale, if we create a, a society of tattletales. And sadly, that was what they were priming us for during COVID. Remember when people would be like, uh, in, you'd be in a grocery store and somebody would be like, wear your mask, wear your mask. And that was before masks were even mandated. I remember going into grocery stores and like grown men 
would yell at me and I'd be like, F off. Like, I'm not going to wear a freaking mask. Like, get out of my face, loser. Like, you're the loser. You're like a, what, 45-year-old man and you're scared of a vaccine. Like, I mean, you're scared of a virus. Like, here I am standing here without a mask, without a vaccine. Like, get a life. Uh, but anyway, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to implement this tattletale system. That's why the left, the left loves tattletales. They're all like little hall monitors from middle school that you'd walk out and they'd be like, where's your hall pass? That's what the left is. They're just a bunch of tattletales. Uh, so that's how the, this would only, this would be able to be implemented only if we had that. And they've successfully trained a lot of Americans to behave that way in settings like that. So, you know, the only way we can fight this is if, is if we we reject that. If we reject that social conditioning to be tattletales, we can, we can stop this great reset from happening. The problem is too many people are too far gone. The left have successfully created many, many tattletales. The government loves a good tattletale. And that's why I'm so adamant about free speech, because part of being free speech is, is accepting like, hey, you, you live your life. You, everybody else gets to live their life. It's not like, you know, you get to say what you want. I'm not gonna like, I mean, obviously there are things you need to intervene on, like Please don't uh, groom your child. Please don't allow your child to be groom, groomed. Um, but here's what I'm saying. Like, as far as free speech goes, we have to stop policing other people in that department because that is the first step to, and conservatives fall into this all the time. Uh, people are like, well, you know, I don't think that's okay to say, or I don't think you should have this guest on. Um, why? If like the weirdest, like if a polygamist wanted to come on this show, I would totally interview them. That's so weird and so fascinating to me. Are we such an unreasonable society that we cannot speak to people without other people assuming that we espouse the same views as them? I would love to speak to a white supremacist and ask them why they believe that. You know, I would love to even have, I was talking to Gavin McInnes the other day and he said this and he was like, I'd love to speak to a groomer and rip them a new one. I would love that opportunity. Um, and that's the only way we're going to fight this is if we stop this tattletale mentality of like, we have to get people in trouble. If we see certain people talking to other people, we have to uh, police everyone around us. It happened with COVID. They successfully got people on board with that. And red, red flag laws, too. It's a very similar concept. The idea that you would want to get your neighbor in trouble uh, just because you saw something. It's like... It, <laughs> I don't want to live in an America where that's the case, but that's the whole point. We're not going to be America anymore. They just want everybody to tattletale on the government. So I thought that was really fascinating, the way they brought that up in China. And the other thing I find fascinating about that whole social credit system that obviously Bill Gates want to implement here um, is that you actually, like, the people like it. They're, they're con so convinced that this social credit system actually is good for them. I think that one woman said it, it pushes her to be a better citizen. Like, lady, do you not realize that you're being controlled? Do you not realize? I mean, here's the thing. They obviously do. They're just scared to speak out. Like, if, if a mainstream media outlet were to come and do an interview in China, I'm sure a Chinese person would feel the pressure that the government's obviously going to watch. So they can't. That's the whole thing with the social credit system is, like, they kind of trap you in it. So you're, you're there. You have, to, you have to follow. You have to abide by their rules, their social rules. And you can't actually say you don't like it. So as far as we're aware, they, they love it. You know, or that's what they want us to think. But I mean, let's be real. There's no way that anyone was going to talk to this random lady from that mainstream media outlet. Um, I actually don't know if, how famous she is. I don't know if she's random. I don't watch mainstream media, really. Um, so I couldn't say. But point is, it, you know that the Chinese government's watching. I mean, that's the whole point. So that's the problem. And that's exactly what they want here. And, and if you have any, any reason to believe that 
that the, that Joe Biden's going to stand in the way. I mean, you guys are too smart. You know that that's not the case. But if anybody else in America has any reason to believe that that dear old Uncle Joe is going to stand in the way, he's our strong man. He's going to stop this from happening. He's Superman. Uh, this is what his regime wants. And this is not him speaking. This is Janet Yellen. But uh, this is what she's, uh, uh, sorry, Treasury Secretary. This is what she said about America right now. She's happy with the direction it's headed in. Mind you, this is the context of the global economy, so to speak, where America's role in all of that, but that it plays a big role on whether or not the elites are going to be able to implement the social credit system. Take a look at this. Um, we still see the impact of uh, COVID in China and the slowdown in Chinese growth. And um, with high inflation and tightening monetary policy in many advanced countries, um, emerging markets from really all of these factors are suffering um, many stresses. So there's a lot to talk about. But from the perspective of the United States, I think the United States is doing very well. Excuse me? Uh, what are you on? The United States is not doing very well right now. We are at the risk of adopting a social credit system that will effectively ruin everybody's life. You can't do anything. You can't go anywhere without the government spying on you. Uh, we have a horrible collapsing economy. We're in a recession that Joe Biden won't actually admit that, of course. Pedo Hitler is too busy sniffing kids' heads. Um, and everything else is falling apart around us. People are dropping dead because of this COVID vaccine. But no, the United States, we're doing great. We're doing great right now. Really? How stupid do you think we are? I mean, this is the kind of stuff we have to reject, guys. We can't allow this narrative. We can't allow this regime to run with this narrative because we cannot allow more people to be brainwashed because then those people, they become the tattletales and they wind up being the ones that assist Bill Gates and the elites in implementing this social credit system. We are this close, this close to becoming China. And that should absolutely frighten everyone. I've never been to China, and guess what? I have no desire to go. Uh, I, I mean, it, obviously, I'm not blaming the people. I blame the CCP. Let's make that clear. I blame the Chinese Communist Party for all of this. The people are oppressed. And we saw what happened when they spoke out when, in Hong Kong when they had all those protests. We saw what happened there. Uh, was not a it was not a happy ending for them. It was not very pretty. They... Uh, I think they would like beat them in the streets. The police would. I saw uh, actually one video of like a police, a policeman. He, some guy was standing there with his dog. The policeman just started like beating the dog. This government, they're, they're monsters. And yet the left wants nothing more than to be exactly that. Except for instead of dog meat, we'll be eating cockroaches. That's the only difference. Although I would, if I were to guess, I would, I would think that China probably wants to implement something similar, the same sort of diet that you know, Bill Gates is advocating for with this fake meat company because it weakens people. They want to weaken you on a physical and mental level. Make no mistake. This is not just you know, one avenue that they're pushing. They don't want you to just be you know, mentally unaware of things. They don't want you to be just mentally weak and not able to stand up to these people. They want you to be physically weak so that you can. And it's why, like I said in the very beginning, they, they, are, they want, they're pushing for this vaccine. It's obviously hurting men, men 18 through 39, as the Florida Surgeon General pointed out and then got censored for. He's absolutely right. So, I mean, well, I'm saying he's absolutely right. I didn't actually read the study, but he's a doctor. Okay, aren't we supposed to follow the science here? I'm old enough to remember when that was pretty uh, clear cut what the science was. But here's the thing, like, 
they they can't have that narrative be going around because then they lose that then men will stop getting vaccinated now like i said i don't think a lot of smart masculine men are taking the vaccine i think the ones who are are although i will say i feel sorry for the people who fell for it at the same time it's like eh, i probably wouldn't have reproduced with you anyway and same with other women or they shouldn't have uh bad genes uh if, if you ask me uh but uh here's the thing they know what they're doing this is very targeted this is a very targeted approach the fact that they didn't test it for the transmission of COVID, or so that's what they said uh, tells you everything you need to know because from the get-go, this has never been about stopping COVID. This is all to do with depopulating and then implementing their entire agenda. And it's not just the vaccine we have to worry about, although that's the very tip of the spear uh, because as you just saw with Bill Gates, they want to implement the social credit system and slowly but surely become China. And by the way, they want to implement this by 2030. This is the whole UN's agenda. This is not something that like is going to take, you know, a, a that very long to implement it in their minds they want it they want it to be like 10 years you know less than 10 years and of course they're taking their cues from little autistic Greta Thunberg Greta Thunberg or whatever her name is and <laughs> it's like okay so we're not we're supposed to think that like Dr. Malone and the Florida Surgeon General are just absolute quacks but then we're supposed to look at like I don't know is she 20 now 20 year old Greta Greta Thunberg and be like oh okay you're the genius here you're the one who's supposed to lead our country to success how stupid do you think we are? It's absolutely insulting. You know, I think I realized how much the left hates us and how like they actually think we're retarded uh, because back when Trump was running in 2015, this is like one of my favorite stories to tell because like it, it, before, this is before I escaped the matrix. So that that's when things started to click for me though. Uh, I was watching the news with my dad and it, they, the, you know when, when they were accusing, it was 2015, when all those women were starting to accuse Trump of rape and my dad was like, this is ridiculous because all you have to do is sit here and think for two seconds. Trump wouldn't touch a woman who's anything under an eight, an eight out of 10. So how stupid do they think we are if, we, if they're trying to convince us that Trump raped these women? Like, I'm not retarded. I can figure that out for myself. Why would Trump, this multimillionaire, extremely successful man, need to do that? Sorry. And my dad said exactly that. And my liberal sister was not very happy about that. But... Uh, I was, I thought it was hilarious and very true. So, uh, but that's when I realized the left really runs on our stupidity if we let them. But we're waking up now more than ever. Trump helped us do that. Of course, when he ran in 2015, won in 2016, uh, unfortunately the election, they knew how powerful he was, so they had to steal it in 2020, um, as you guys know. But this is the thing. This is how they, they run on our ability on our on two things, our stu stupidity, which they, I think, definitely overplay their hand on and on tattletales. Like I said, I think people are waking up. Like, obviously, you guys watching this show, you guys are have been awake for a while. Uh, I don't need to tell you guys this. But as far just to give you guys perspective, I think the, I, when I say these things, I think of the average population. And I do think that the average American, at the very least, is just tired of the BS. I think at the very least, they're just tired of the constant um ridiculousness the constant like even january 6th uh which is you know everybody should be upset about the way these people are being treated that are imprisoned um because of this the way that the fbi set this all up everybody should be up in arms in my opinion but at the very least even if it, you're not upset about it you're just tired of the left whining about it you're tired of the left comparing it to 9 11 you're tired of the left making it sound like it was this huge terrorist attack like i think people are just genuinely the, the, even people on the left are just genuinely tired so, you know, there's that aspect, but then of course we also need to make sure 
that we don't allow the tattletales to take over because those are the people who are going to be really, really dangerous. There is nothing worse, nothing worse on the, in the world than a tattletale, uh, than a snake, than a tattletale, than somebody who tells the government on you. Uh, like, imagine being that much of a busybody. I don't even understand people who go out of their way to, like, leave negative comments on people's stuff. Uh... Like, I just would never think to do that. Like, on my list of to-do list, on my to-do list of things to do throughout the day, not once did I think, you know what you got to do? You got to go leave a mean comment on Don Lemon's Twitter. Like, what? Don Lemon doesn't give a shit what I think. Uh, I mean, I talk about him on the show and I make fun of him all the time, but, uh, you know, that's more to just uh, be make people aware of the stupidity that exists out there, not really to make him, not really to, to elicit a reaction from him to me personally. But yeah, so people need to understand that China, what's happening in China, we are being primed to accept here in America and beyond. And the Gates, the Melinda and Bill Gates Foundation or Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, they're on board with this. So is Joe Biden. So are all of the elites. We're not just, I'm tired of even conservatives giving Joe Biden a pass, being like, oh, well, he's, it's from the top down. It's from, uh, you know, uh, Klaus Schwab down. Yeah, that's true. It is. But, but. The Biden regime has a much more active role in this than people want to know. They are actively trying to depopulate America because they want to depopulate the globe like everybody else. And, you know, the, the elites that are on board with this include Bill Gates and they include many others that own a lot of the farmland in this country. We'll do another. Sh I'll do another show on that with our food supply that's under attack right now. But this is all part of it. So make no mistake. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break so you guys can hear a very important message from one of my amazing sponsors, the Functional Medical Institute, about how you guys can keep your family healthy, yourself healthy, while also supporting the show. And then I'll be back with more. I have a new Joe Biden Puerto Rican meme you're not going to want to miss. Uh, but I'm going to take a break now, guys. I will see you in just a moment. Hi friends, Dr. Mark Sherwood here. And I'm Dr. Michelle Sherwood. Not everyone can make an appointment with us, but you can receive many of the same educational benefits our patients receive through our most comprehensive course, Health Secrets Exposed. Modern healthcare, or should we say sick care, is more focused on profit than your health. And in this course, you'll discover what sick care has been keeping from you all along. Here's a hint, you don't need more medication. You need the simple truths in this course to unlock optimal health. Health Secrets Exposed is usually $149. Now it's just $99 with your promo code. It's time for you to learn what Big Pharma doesn't want you to know. Get access to this course now at Sherwood.tv. All right, guys, and we're back. And I want to talk about something that is uh, perhaps the most important topic of the show today, and that would be the uh, Joe Biden Puerto Rican memes. That's right. I asked you guys to keep sending me those. Um, I have one to show today. You guys can send it to me, by the way, on Instagram, on Getter, on anywhere. But take a look at this one. This one, this submission was from Miguel Ortiz. Here it is. Uh, this is a good one. I, I rated this one an 8 out of 10. It says, I was sort of raised in the Puerto Rican community at home politically. Obviously, that's what he said. See, what I like about this one, I gave it an 8 out of 10, which is a pretty high rating 
for me because, you know, you got to leave room, as they say, in when it comes to rating women, you got to leave room for burn victims and supermodels. And I think the same thing can be applied here when I'm rating Joe Biden memes. Uh, this what I would say is like almost supermodel potential. He's not quite at 10 yet, but he's like, you know, he's got the haircut. That's a very Puerto Rican haircut, very Puerto Rican facial hair. And I love the detail on this. Look at the little diamond earring. I mean, that's that's extremely that's that's a good one. And that was like I, that's, as I said, from Miguel Ortiz. So congrats to you, Miguel. That was a fantastic job you did with that. I don't know if you made that. I've never seen it before. My guess is no, because you probably have a life. But please, guys, please send me your Joe Biden memes. I mean, I'm actually here's the thing. I'm kind of getting tired of the Puerto Rican one. So, you know, let me know what you want in the com in the rumble chat. And I'll ask you guys to uh, take a look at that, which actually, by the way, I'm going to check right now. So let's see. Beautiful on the inside and beautiful on the outside. That's from Maxter. Maxter. Thank you, Maxter. Someone said frozen here again. I'm going to bounce. Maybe I'll watch the recorded version later. I have things I need to get done as it is. I'm sorry, J-L-J-A-S. I'm not sure what the freezing is all about. Is that happening to you guys too? Is that happening to everyone? Um, let's see. Thank goodness I live in... Uh, let's see. Where did I... I stick out like a sore thumb in my neighborhood. That's from Nan77. That's not a bad thing. If you live in a liberal neighborhood, you would want to stick out like a sore thumb. So hopefully that's the case. It ISIS me, is that, or is is me? I don't know how you want. I don't know if it's the terrorist organization. Is that the terrorist organization? You're in the Rumble chat. Please leave. I don't like you. Um, oh, that's funny. But what you said is funny. Ivanka was a nine. Marla grew up in into a nine. Lady Melania is a ten plus. Yeah, totally agree with that. Every single one of those accusers could not even rate as a five. Exactly. That's literally what my dad said. And I was not like super conservative at the time, but I was like. Yeah, he's got a really good point. And because that's when you realize, like, all right, at this point, it's just an insult to my intelligence if you think that I'm supposed to believe that Trump, like, even touched this woman. <laughs> like, first of all, Trump's a very busy man. And he said it himself. He can grab women by the you know what. So uh, let's just be realistic here, you know. And I think people, people uh, know that. I think that's pretty obvious. I'm frozen again. That's why I'm, I'm so chatty today. Missed the whole show. I'm so sorry. I don't know what's going on. Freezes once in a while. Um, someone said, okay, so, but guys, can you let me know what we should do next? So we did Joe Biden as a Puerto Rican. That was funny, but I think we've kind of exhausted that. Like I'm ready for something new. Like it was fun while it lasted, but I think I'm ready for something new. Um, what do you guys recommend? Um, what do you guys recommend I ask for? Like, a, so Joe Biden is a Puerto Rican. We already did that. We didn't do anything else. I don't know what else we would do. Like, what else has he claimed to be? He said the Irish line. Uh, I'm not stupid. I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. But that you can't really do anything with that meme, meme world, meme light, and then in the meme world, I should say. Um. So please give me your suggestions. What we should do. Um, as far as what what kind of memes we should have. I should ask for next. I don't have any ideas right now. So if not, just keep sending me your Joe Biden Puerto Rican memes. We'll keep doing that. You can find me at Anna, Anna Perez DC on all platforms except for Instagram. I'm wrongthinkanna underscore there. All right, guys. So I want to get to one more story before I leave. As you guys know, I love talking about Kanye West. I think he's 
so fascinating and I really like him. I think he is one of the biggest voices we have in the mainstream for uh, conservatism, for free speech. So I'm really appreciative that he exists. That said, um, that said, that's not what I meant to say. But here, here's what just happened to him. So Kanye was supposed to be on this show called The Shop that is co-hosted by LeBron James. Nobody likes LeBron James. Uh, so that's not shocking that he would have banned him. But LeBron pulled him. His, they already, so they already pre-taped the episode from my understanding. And they were going to air it, but they pulled it because he used hate speech. Now, I don't know about you guys, but there is nothing, no phrase I hate more in the English language than hate speech. Because it's not a thing. Hate speech is not a thing. I don't understand why people get so worked up over things that people say. Hate speech, I think he said something about like, um, he, he said, oh, he was making anti-Semitic remarks and racist remarks again. Now look, guys, I doubt they were either of those two. But even if they were, even if they were, this goes back to what I was saying earlier. Don't you want to interview people with weird views? Don't you as a curious person want to interview people with like views that are different than your own? What is the point of, of having a podcast and having access to all of these like weird celebrities as I'm sure LeBron James does? Like I would have Kanye West on and, and you know, not that I think he's really weird, probably would agree on a lot of things. Um, I would have like, I don't know, AOC on if she came on the show. I know she wouldn't, but I would love to have AOC. Like I don't understand why, I mean, you guys will find it absolutely entertaining and hilarious, I'm sure. Uh, I probably eviscerate her, but that's neither here nor there. It would still be fascinating to watch, you know? Um, but that's what I don't understand. People are so insecure about their own arguments. They're so scared of debate. They're so scared of just having a conversation. And I hate the term hate speech because it's overused so, so, so much. So, and I hate how people throw it around like it's an actual thing. It's not a thing. Like, on social media, for instance, a lot of the, the user terms and agreement thing, the whole page that explains like what you have to agree to if you want to be there, it always says we ban hate speech. And so what happens when so many companies use that term is it becomes real. The left really utilizes that approach language. They, they like to use words to control you. So they come up with these terms like hate speech, which never really existed. It wasn't a thing before. And they, you know, they use it everywhere. And so now people are convinced that hate speech is a thing. The left thinks it's a thing and they run with it. Like, well, that's hate speech. That's not free speech. Uh, yeah, hate speech is free speech. It's, it's protected under free speech. So they try to confuse everybody. And because we have such a historically illiterate, constitutionally illiterate population, there are a lot of people that fall for it. Um, so just to be clear, hate speech is not a thing. The only thing that's not protected by under free speech in the constitution is if you, if it's a direct threat to someone. So you can't say like, I'm going to kill so-and-so because that would be, that was, is not protected under free speech. But just because you say, you could say the most racist thing in the world. You could say the most uh, anti-gay thing in the world. It doesn't really matter. That's still free speech. It's still protected free speech. And so I hate that LeBron James used that term. I'm not surprised because he's not very bright. He's definitely a low IQ individual, as we found out during the whole BLM movement, but it's not a thing. And Kanye West, this is just the tip of the spear for him. He's going to keep getting banned everywhere. All of his celebrity friends, I'm sure, have already um, ousted him from, his, from their circles. We already know that. He's talked about that before. 
but like, you know, when I was talking to Anton Hale, who I had on the other day, I, I asked him that specific question. How does the hip hop community feel about Kanye genuinely, uh, despite what the media says? And his answer was very interesting. He was like, they still view him as a genius. So I think there is an element to that, you know, that we have to bear in mind. He's probably not as ousted from his community as we think. And what I notice with a lot of people is what they'll do is they'll silently maintain their friendship with you if you're like a social pariah like Kanye is. And, but they won't invite you to like big events. Like you won't get invited to big parties. That happened to me. Like I was in a sorority. And when I, when it came out that I was, uh, you know, a racist, homophobic, terrible person, uh, of course that's their words to describe it. Uh, when it came out that I was a conservative, uh, they were not happy about that. But I still get, you know, I'll still get dinner invites. Like people will be like, oh, let's go grab dinner. Let's go get drinks. But I won't get invited to big events where everyone's there because everyone's too scared to admit that they're friends with me, but they want to stay friends with me because they like me. They just can't openly admit that. It's so ridiculous. It's like the fakest thing in the world. And a lot of, and in the past, I would have been like, okay, that's fine. But now I'm like, screw you. If screw you, I don't want to be your friend. If you're scared of like being friends with me because you're scared of what people think, then I don't want you in my, in my circle of friends anyway. So, but it happens all the time. And I would imagine if I were to imagine that's what's happening to Kanye to a degree, he probably doesn't get invited to the same stuff that he was invited to before. And he's, um, and at this point he's now just like, you know, getting invited to dinner and, you know, cocktail hour or whatever, whatever it might be, but definitely not parties. And they do that in the media too. I've seen people who were in mainstream media and then left mainstream media and they kind of went the more independent route they won't get invited to their little cocktail events any, anymore. And it kind of gives you insight into why these mainstream media people keep peddling lies like they do. It's because they want to be invited to those parties. It's because uh, being invited to these parties, having this social life, this elitist social life, is more important to them than telling the truth. They don't actually care about, you know, the job that they decided to pursue. They just want to be on TV and, and be talking heads, reading a teleprompter that a 21-year-old 20, a intern wrote. They love that. They eat that up. That That's what... That's what the mainstream media is all about. Um, and you have to understand that, you know, most people operate on a certain level where they just want to be liked by everybody. And as disappointing as that is, that's the reality for most people. And a lot of people are not in here actually for the fight. And it's kind of sad because, you know, it could have been, it could have been better. I want to, I want to check out the chat real quick. Let's see. No, he isn't very bright. Yee is a genius. He is. That's from Ricky. Um... Let's see. Yep, I'm frozen again, too. Sorry, I don't know what the deal is. I'll try and figure out. I'll try to figure that out after the show, uh, what went on so it doesn't happen again. But, yeah, rewatch it if you missed some parts because I'm, I really apologize for that. Um, I feel bad. JLJS left. Hmm. So guys, I asked you guys to let me know if you think like what memes I, we should do next. So we did Puerto Rican Joe Biden memes. I'll ask on Getter too. But um, see, Ricky says, they're afraid of the black community. We'll listen to ye. They have to frame them as crazy. Yeah, that's their go-to tactic. They, they attack people's character when they're scared of you, when they're threatened by you. They did the same thing to, um, to Andrew Tate, to, I, I mean, I did a whole show on the, on it, and I went through all the men that they did this to, to Jordan Peterson. You know that they have no standing argument. You know that they don't have a good argument for anything when they do that. Um, so it's, it's, 
it's sad. I believe it's all for depopulation too. Yeah, it absolutely is. I mean, look at the look at who this is, is harming. They want to get, you know, men killed first. Then they're going to kill everyone else. And then whoever decides that whoever's still standing probably be like anyone who didn't take the vaccine. Or actually, I was thinking about this. I think people who didn't take the vaccine would probably be in jail because they didn't. Ultimately, that's what the left, that's the left's perfect world. They want to imprison anybody for wrong think, for hate speech. Um, and they want to imprison people who don't follow their rules, their social rules. I mean, they already tried. They, I think it was a test run when they started banning people from going to restaurants who weren't vaccinated. They did that in New York. They did that here in D.C. They did it in a lot of places, a lot of major cities. And I think they were trying to see how effective it would be. I don't think people are like, oh, it's over. Yay, great. No, it's not over. They're going to try something worse next. Next, it's not going to be you can't go to you can't go to um, restaurants. Next, it's going to be you can't leave your house. And then after you can't leave your house, it's going to be you can't leave your prison cell because we arrested you and we threw you in prison. Yeah. Anna asked Antonio. He had the same problems when his show first started. Yeah, it's weird, though. I've never had this problem before with freezing that I'm aware of because nobody's like made it aware to me like this before. But I apologize for that for sure. Um, let's see. Yeah, I guess I guess you can try refreshing it. Oh, someone said, do funny memes, we all need a laugh. Yeah, Don, I want to do that. But please, please let me know what memes you, well, I want you guys to submit memes because I like your memes. I, I would show one, but I think it'd be cooler if you guys sent them to me um, and did my job for me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, but I do think it's fun to like interact with you guys. So please do send me your memes, whatever Joe Biden memes you want, uh, whatever category. Actually, this will be the, this is the, this is the free for all. Send me whatever Joe Biden memes you want, just ones that you think are funny. Hunter Biden memes might be funny too. Although I kind of feel sorry for him because he was definitely molested as a kid. All right. Well, that's another story for another day, but please, please, please send me your memes guys. And I really, really appreciate you helping me, uh, uh, watching the show today, guys. Thank you so much. And I, I, I really apologize for the technical issues. Um, I'll have those sorted out for you guys soon because I don't want that to happen again. And uh, stay tuned for tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern time right here on LFA TV, guys. Please have a great rest of your day. We'll see you back here tomorrow.